Hello and welcome. This is Nick's Nerd News, live from sunny San Diego, California. And now we go to your host, Nick. Well, shit. We've made it to a 15th episode. And if you thought last week had a lot of stuff in it, well, this week, I don't even know if we're going to get people able to... I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about everything this week. There's a lot of shit that happened. Like, holy shit, there's a lot of shit that happened. So let's not uh, waste any time dilly-dallying. Let's jump right into it. Hey, Ballers is back on HBO. I, I don't know if I talked about this last week. I can't remember. But, you know, recently I was watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and I kind of was like, where's Russell Brand been? And hey, he's in Ballers now. Uh, first episode was last night. Pretty fucking good. The the team's moving to California, breaking it up from... Uh, three seasons of Miami, so that's cool. New setting, new new vibe. I, I dig it. I dig it. I know a lot of people don't like Ballers, but it's an awesome show. It's really fun. It's funny. It's got good actors in it. The Rock, as always, amazing. Um, it, yeah, I know it's not about football anymore, but I, I don't know if it really ever was was that. I think they were just trying to say it was a new, uh, new look and new take on what made Entourage so great. And and that's why I like ballers. But again, uh, not a whole lot to talk about there. New 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 setting, new vibe. It's only been one episode, so we don't we don't know how the season's going. And and again, it's an awesome show. Check it out if you never watched it before. I, it's not for everyone though. I I will say that. Uh, sticking with HBO, uh, they did confirm that. Well, they kind of confirmed. That uh, minor spoilers, obviously. I mean, it's for Game of Thrones, and if you're behind, sorry. If you've never watched, sorry. Um, but turns out Tormund Giants Bane and Beric Dondarrion are alive after seemingly being ice burned to cold burned to death. I, I don't know. It's a it, it's an ice dragon now, uh, Viserion. And, uh, you know, the wall was destroyed by the Night's King. And it was thought that Tormund and Beric had perished. But apparently they are not, which is awesome. Because Tormund is one of the best characters on that show. I don't care what you say. He's he's pretty fucking awesome. And, oh man, the dude... Uh, was it Christopher Hivju is his name? I, I'm probably saying that wrong. But... The, one of the best scenes in that show is when he first meets Brienne of Tarth and he gives her, gives her this look of just like, just a, a pure wonder and amazement and, a, and, and infatuation that just, man, it just, it didn't, it wasn't a look we had seen before with Tormund and it, and it was perfect. But again, we're still months away from probably a year from the final season of Game of Thrones and, and that really sucks that we have to wait this long. Like... Like really, really sucks. I'm I'm so mad that that we have to wait so long. Apparently, we got a release date for Agents of Shield, which is going to be next July. Uh, obviously, after Avengers Four, which is which is a, a interesting way to to put the show or place in the timeline, I guess, to put the show. It's always uh, Agents of Shield have always danced around what goes on in the the larger MCU and made allusions to it. They they even did so with this last season 
um, before Avengers came out. Obviously, they made reference to it, things like that, because it was ending around the same time Avengers was was coming out. So this will be uh, after the snap and and post snap and post possibly people coming back together. We'll we'll get back to that later in the in the show as we talk about who is dead, who isn't dead. Um, and uh, ABC exec said maybe Agents of Shield will have new life after with this new summer time slot. Who knows? You know, it's it's been kind of dying on the vine. They've kind of allowed it to to get its swan song and maybe it will do well as a summer show maybe it was meant to be a summer show from the get-go and who knows it will continue i don't, I don't know how it's going to continue with kind of how they went with colson and and fits and things like this but i i uh i'd be excited to keep it going like i said it's it's a show that i liked watching but at the same time it was a very flawed show and somehow came off way cheaper than than um the CW shows ever ever came off which is which is a hard hard thing to do and and it just seemed like H, uh ABC never really gave it the the attention it deserved but I digress we're getting another season even though it was probably should have ended with 5 and and hey maybe maybe it'll get good ratings and continue on so we'll see um speaking of ABC and Marvel shows apparently they're in talks for another Marvel show as well, which I, I I don't know why why can't they bring back Peggy Carter, Agent Carter? Why do they have to let Agents of Shield die? Why can't they uh, give attention to the shows they already had? Huh? What what's going on there? If they do a new one, please give it some quality and at least attention, like the CW does, because the CW can have other shows, but they have just superhero shows. It turns out. <laughs> or comic book based shows and um they they care i mean they don't go crazy flashy with cg but but they they get it to a way that fits uh fits right and speaking of the cw whole lot of craziness in terms of the crossover episode and the the arrowverse over there uh ruby rose has been cast as batwoman uh ruby rose if you don't know she is an actress uh, she was in John Wick Chapter 2. She plays the mute assassin. She's been in Orange is the New Black. Um, and, and what's perfect about her being cast as Batwoman is she's actually also a... Um, she is a, a, a gay woman, a lesbian woman, uh, just like Kate Kane as Batwoman. And, and, you know, she struggled in her life with coming out and, and dealing with things like that. And Kate Kane as as Batwoman has as well and she's she's perfect for it because she understands the role she'll she'll know how to bring gravitas to the the role as well it's it's while Batwoman isn't like Batman um they still share similarities enough to want to fight vigilantism excuse me want to fight crime and be partake in vigilantism to to help save Gotham um, the problem with this, though, is the just ridiculous amount of, of fan outrage that she faced after being cast, and and the ridiculous things uh, uh, said by people, um, and then, of course, like, she quit Twitter now, 
Like th- this is this is ridiculous, people. It's ri- it's just pure ridiculous that us as comic book fans and and TV show fans and and things like this in fandom, we're so, some of us are so toxic, just toxic individuals saying stupid shit on the internet because the internet has given voice to people who never deserved a voice, and 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 they're ruining people's lives here. They're just ruining people's lives, and and, and I want to read a, a a couple of tweets that she said. Where, quote, this is all quote, where on earth did Ruby is not a lesbian, therefore she can't be Batwoman come from? Has to be the funniest, most ridiculous thing I've ever read. I came out at 12 and have for the past five years had to deal with she's too gay. How do y'all flip like that? I didn't change. I wish we would all support each other in our journeys. When women and when minorities join forces, we are unstoppable. When we tear each other down, it's much more hurtful from any group. But hey, love a challenge. I just wish women and the LGBT community supported each other more. My wish is we were all a little kinder and more supportive of each other. Sending everyone my love and gratitude. It's been a roller coaster of a year, this month especially. End quote. Like, she shouldn't have to do that. She should not have to do that. And this is ridiculous that these celebrities face this from nerd culture. What happened to us being accepting? Huh? What happened to be uh, to us being more supportive of, of change and things like that? And now we've caused multiple people to quit Twitter. We um, caused Leslie Jones to quit uh, a while back. James Gunn is, was fired, which we'll get to more because of their bullshit. Okay, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who played Rose Tico in Star Wars, quit quit t- Twitter and Instagram and all this other bullshit. Um, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things was went after by alt right people. Like, like what what the fuck is going on with people? Can we just accept each other for for who we are, what we are? Like, what the hell is the matter with these people that they think that they think? They can just go off and 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 on Twitter and say this bullshit without even and then people don't even bother people don't even bother to see if it's true or not. They just buy into the hype and believe this bullshit on the internet because we're living in this post-truth world. Okay, like what the hell is the matter with people? I it it, it it's disgusting. Okay, it it's disgusting. I, I can't believe this. I thought Ruby Rose is a perfect choice for the role because she's amazing in, in John Wick 2 and, and she has the skills to... Granted, I don't know if that was really her, but still, it, it looked like her fighting John Wick and and, and um, Keanu Reeves. So she's got, the, the, she's got the, the, the chops to be, like, acrobatic and fighting and shit, okay? So what, what, what's the problem with these people have? A lesbian playing a lesbian? You got a problem with that now? Like, when will it stop, people? When when will it fucking stop? Because this is getting ridiculous. I don't care how you feel. I don't care where you land on the spectrum of, of anything, really. But, like, don't don't fucking do this to people just because you don't like it. Don't fucking watch. That That's all you got to do. Okay? Vote with your remote. Not with, not with your fucking hateful words typing away from behind a screen, okay? It's it's disingenuous. It comes off as 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 bullshit. Like, would you say that to that person to their face? 
No, you wouldn't. So shut the fuck up already, okay? Stupid shit. Um, more DC news. It uh, they cast Cyborg for Doom Patrol. Um, for the DC Universe streaming service show. Um, series regular. Why isn't he in Titans? That that still I don't understand. Why why is he in? Why why is he in Doom Patrol and not the Titans show? Is he part of the Justice League? Is he part of the Titans? Make up your mind, DC. Like, come on. Quit playing this game with, with Cyborg. People like Cyborg. People are fans of Cyborg. They want more. And then the Cyborg movie might not happen anymore? I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, House of Cards is, uh, is coming back in November. Um, as we all know, Kevin Spacey was fired from the show. So this season will focus on... Uh, Claire, his wife, as the president. Um, that, like I said, November. Possible spinoff being being eyed as well for House of Cards. That's one of the best shows on Netflix. Um, hey, regardless of what you think of Kevin Spacey, he's probably one of the greatest actors of this generation. And it's unfortunate, but you can't deny some of the things he's... He's not like Harvey Weinstein. He was he was in front of the camera. Like it, It's hard to, to take that and just get rid of it. It's different with Bill Cosby and things like that, because, I don't know, I'm not going down that rabbit hole right now. And uh, we can kind of transition here to movies from TV um, with some some TV shows going to the big screen. Um, despite being sold to Disney, Fox is developing a Simpsons movie sequel, a Family Guy live-action hybrid, and a Bob's Burgers movie. Which is interesting. Will Disney go through with these movies once the sale is completed? Will this get done before the sale? I, I, I don't know. Apparently the Simpsons movie sequels has been, been in the works for quite a while. Apparently the Bob's Burgers movie is the one closest to production and release. And then a Family Guy live action hybrid. Um, uh, I, I don't know what to make of that. F- Family Guy's one of my favorite shows. And as much as I'd like a Family Guy movie, now that I'm like saying it out loud, I, I don't know how I feel about that. The Simpsons movie was okay. It wasn't like earth-shatteringly amazing. I, I don't know how they would make a Family Guy live-action hybrid. Like I don't know what how that works or fits in. And and the Family Guy is all about the cutaway gags and and stole it from the Simpsons. If if you believe some people but Simpsons has evolved beyond that and is much better for it Uh, I think Family Guy Family Guys are a little smarter at least from my take and understanding they're deeper cuts Um, that just might be my biased opinion though so who fucking knows but yeah I don't don't know Um, and then we got our first look at Mulan today uh, at least the live-action Mulan, uh, Mulan, Disney is remaking it in a live-action film. Uh, her name is Liu Yifei, is playing Mulan. And that is supposed to come out... Uh, uh, production began today, so that that's why the photo came out. And they got her holding a sword, so that's cool. And let me see. Uh, no word on if the music's going to be in it. Come on, we all know that that Mulan has some of the the best music in the Disney world other than maybe Hercules. So I, I, I we'll see how that goes, right? 
right? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's probably at least a year or two away. I like Disney's. I like how Disney's remaking things, but I don't at the same time. What what what's their end game here? Um, because a couple of the last ones have been hit or miss. Maleficent, whatever. Beauty and the Beast was cool. Cinderella was cool. The Jungle Book was amazing, and I can't wait to see what John Favreau does with the Lion King. So so we'll see. Um, apparently Star Trek Four is now in doubt as Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth were unable to reach a deal with the studios. Um, you might say Chris Hemsworth. Yes, he was in the first Star Trek uh, soft reboot as Kirk's father, and they were talking about doing some timey-wimey time travel story in the fourth one. Uh, I know Simon Pegg recently gave an interview saying it was probably at least a few years away. Then again, it might not happen now, now that if they can't secure a deal with Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. It, it was over money, as always. Apparently, they wanted their original contracts in place, despite um, Beyond not doing well. But, I mean, really, let's 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 talk about where those movies were going. They, they were backing themselves into a corner. It was not working correctly. Um, pissed a lot of people off when you brought Khan in. Don't get me wrong, Benedict Cumberbatch is an amazing actor. I love him. But to him, as Khan, it kind of put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And they were just rehashing stuff. They were trying to be different, and then they ended up just rehashing a lot of things. And and that I think that upset a lot of people. And that's probably why they went into Beyond, which was an awesome Star Trek movie. And uh, probably should have done what... Should have been what they... Star Trek Beyond is what they should have done to begin with. And uh, at least they should have skipped... They should have... Let me Let me dial it back. Beyond and Into Darkness should have been blended together. You ditch the Khan stuff, do it all with the Idris Elba character, okay? Because that would have been a perfect sequel to 2011 Star Trek. And they dropped the ball. Because there's good parts of Into Darkness, there's a lot of good stuff in Beyond, and it just it's a shame now that Beyond didn't do well and 4 might not happen, because I, I liked what they were doing. Maybe they'll bring some of the old stuff back and kind of do a new stuff that takes place um, post-Voyager or post-Nemesis, especially with the Jean-Luc show coming back. Or maybe they'll go farther into the past. Maybe some Enterprise stuff. Maybe some Discovery stuff. Who knows? Um, and, and we're still getting that Quentin Tarantino Star Trek, so I, I don't even know what that's going to be about or how that's going to work. Um, Sony has scrapped their Black Cat Silver Sable um, Spider-Verse movie to make two solo films instead. Um, they were doing this to kind of go along with the Venom movie, which is standalone as of now, which I still don't believe, um, as they continue to make Spider-Man villain movies without being connected to Spider-Man. I, I, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. I don't know, it's weird. Um, now that Hasbro owns the rights to Power Rangers, um, a lot of people were expecting a reboot after that terrible terrible movie a couple of years ago um but apparently they're going to do a sequel instead i i still don't know what who signed off on that movie and allowed it to be made like who made those stupid decisions for that movie the zord the megazord looked terrible um bill hader was great as alpha 5 but i the design just i, I was so upsetting so very upsetting. 
Chris Pratt's Cowboy Ninja Viking movie has been pulled from the schedule. Um, as of right now, it's technically on hold indefinitely until they, they find a new release date. They still want to make the movie, but um, don't know. Don't know about that. We'll see if that ever happens. Uh, let's kind of keep talking here. Let's kind of move into Marvel Disney news. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp will be the last Marvel movie on Netflix um, because the deal is over and they're going to be putting everything um, Captain Marvel moving forward on their streaming service. Uh, speaking of the streaming service, uh, it won't have any Star Wars movies released prior to 2019 because of their deal with Turner Broadcasting and, and the like. So... Uh, Iger, Bob Iger, head of Disney, came out and said that it might be actually cheaper than Netflix because it won't have any top-tier Star Wars content. I mean, we're getting the Favreau show on it, the Clone Wars, things like that, but it won't have the movies. The first Star Wars movie to be on that will actually be Episode Nine, which comes out late next year. So no, no Star Wars movies. Um, also, along with that, um, apparently it won't have any R-rated content on it. Which is interesting. Um, makes sense because it's Disney. Want to protect that family brand? You know, a lot of their, uh, a lot of their more mature content, mature content, uh, has always been on uh, under different different branding, like Buena Vista and Touchstone and, and things like that. So that that gives kind of hope that the Marvel Netflix shows might keep being made over there because those are more mature themed content definitely not um disney friendly if you know what i mean um in terms of so avengers infinity war uh had a physical release this week it's already been on digital for a couple weeks and we know uh spoiler alert hey the movie came out months ago and now it's on blu-ray so uh, too bad, so sad. A lot of people bit the dust in that movie. Um, I know I talked about it last week with Spider-Man. Um, the after credit scene included a uh, dusting of Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury. And um, can't think of the actress's name right now, but Agent Maria Hill. Um, the, the chick from How I Met Your Mother. Apparently, they were both cast in Spider-Man Far From Home, the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel, which is supposed to kick off Phase 4, and uh, just proves that um, pretty much any character that was dusted probably is coming back to life, but that was kind of a given. And sorry if you haven't seen the movie, but uh, go fuck yourself, because you waited too long, and you're listening to my podcast, and I'm going to talk about it, and it's readily available everywhere, so that's on you. Speaking of uh, other Marvel things, Stan Lee no longer doing public signing of autographs, which kind of makes sense. The man's in his 90s, okay? It, he, unfortunately, he's not going to be around much longer. Probably shouldn't be meeting hundreds of thousands of people every year um, because his immune system is probably definitely not what it used to be. And meeting a lot of people like that is not great for old, older people. Um, we don't want him getting sick and dying before he should, people, okay? This isn't a bad thing. This is an okay thing. And in another segment of what's happening of with what's James Gunn is uh, this. This is just an ever-revolving door of news stories with this man, and and it I feel bad for him. 
Um, first, it was reported they would not use his script. Then it was reported that they will use his script. Especially after Dave Bautista threatened to leave the movie. Um, apparently, Marvel is pushing to have him rehire. They are putting pressure on Disney to bring him back as the director. Um, there's also rumors that he might still be involved in a um, producer capacity, things like this. Uh, I heard a funny story, like, why don't... Or somewhere in the comments or something like, why don't they hire his brother as director and then hire a consultant named Games Jun? Huh? Because <laughs> James Gunn, just the letters are swapped and nobody would know. <laughs> no, that no, no one would fall for that bullshit. Um... So, uh, Marvel still has him under contract, too, apparently. So, he's not necessarily fired completely, but uh, just fired from Guardians. Um, but at the same time, he's been he's high-demand at other studios. Like, other studios are like, yo, come over here. We'll give you money, direct a movie. And in no surprise, that includes uh, DC and Warner Brothers. But, hey, ho let's hope for the best. Let's hope James Gunn is back gets rehired or something enough that he is heavily involved because like I said last week Guardians of the Galaxy without James Gunn is not Guardians of the Galaxy it, it's just not it wouldn't work it wouldn't fit it it just it'd be terrible really would and in other terrible stupid news which actually could be a good thing the Oscars have created a achievement in popular film category in an effort to make the Academy more appealing to young people. Yes, that's my Hollywood news voice. The Academy will be shortening its runtime and showing every award, except those less popular awards will be shown during a commercial break to make sure that it does not go over a three-hour runtime. Okay, cool, whatever. Um, I was never really bored watching the Oscars. Apparently last year's was the lowest rated Oscars in, in decades. Um, but this adding of achievement in popular film, they have yet to give any details on this. And a lot of people are speculating and saying this is a bad thing because it's just going to go to the highest money maker. I, I, I don't think, I don't think that's what it is. At least I hope that's not what it is because a lot of a lot of uh, actors, actresses, things like this, they have amazing roles in some of these big-budget blockbuster movies, and they get overlooked because, oh, it's a superhero movie, it's a it's a kiddie movie, it's a uh, an action movie, like a comedy. No, 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 go fuck all you, okay? Oh, these naysayers. These are movies. I don't care with your... F I watch film. Well, I don't watch movies. I watch a film. Huh. Take your highbrow shit and get the the fuck out of here with the highbrow shit. No, there's there's a lot of good performances in these movies that get overlooked. Good directing, good good script writing, sometimes. Um, and I I really hope it doesn't get shoehorned into just a list of the mo mo most money making, because you can have popular films that aren't, um aren't bank-breaking movies, okay? And and we we need to recognize that. And I, I hope that's what the Academy does because achievement in popular film can mean anything. It's, it's very vague. 
And for them to say this and then not have anything to back up what they're doing, of course people are going to start speculating. Of course people are going to be like, the fuck is this shit? This is dumb. This is dumb, dumb, dumb. It's got like, this is the dumbification of the Oscars, is what one of my friends said. Uh, it It's like, millennials are messing everything up. And I'm like, but we're millennials, dude. Like, what the hell? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I Please, if you have a comment on this, let me know. I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about it. I want to get your opinions. Okay? Okay? We'll see. I don't, I don't think it's going to be in the 2019 Oscars, but in the, the 2020 Oscars or some shit like that as we get closer to the 100th Oscars. Um, I'm going to kind of use this as a, a lead-off and uh, kind of use this as a, a transition. Uh, Jordan, is it Jordan Voigt Roberts? Jordan Vogt Roberts? I, I don't know. He, he directed Kong Skull Island. He is directing the Metal Gear Solid movie. Says he wants to make a real balls-to-the-wall, full take on Metal Gear Solid that reflects Kojima's approach. couple problems here. If we do that, we're going to have a... Uh, 20-hour-long Metal Gear Solid movie that will comprise of cutscenes, unskippable cutscenes, and uh, very dry acting that will come o- out over a 10-year period. No, 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 I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, no, this this is a good thing, and I, I think that's where I think that's where video game movies failed, and in the past, at least, they didn't they didn't really take into account the creator's vision and we saw this problem start all the way back with the Super Mario Brothers movie. And I don't know what the fuck kind of drugs those people were smoking when they made that movie. But what I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think anyone does. Even years later, I don't think anyone does. Um, but no. And, and the other thing is, I don't think a lot of video game directors have actually been huge fans of the games themselves. And, and the thing with... with uh, Voight Roberts, that's what I'm going to call him. I'm probably wrong. I know he's a huge fan of the game. I know he loves Kojima. Um, Hideo Kojima, if, if you didn't know that. I, Whatever. Um, but following Kojima's approach to storytelling and, and kind of flowing with that will fit. And that could make for a disjointed movie because... I don't think any person on Earth knows how the Metal Gear sto- Solid story works, um, with the exception of Hideo Kojima. But, no, th- this could be an interesting movie, and as long as they stay true to the game, stay true to the story, that this, I think, could work. And, that that's, like I said, that's the problem with other, with other video game movies. They just kind of, like, oh, it's a video game, so we're just going to do this. And, and that... I think that's where they fail. And, and Metal Gear Solid might not be the best game to adapt to a movie because already it's so cinematic and, and things like that. But that, at the same time, you could use that as the argument for why it could be. Because that game already has a baked-in amazing story and an interesting take on 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 an alternative history. And, and again, it is cinematic. There are crazy cutscenes with, with long stories to tell. And the problem is fitting all of that and games like that into a, a two-hour movie. Metal Gear Solid Five. I, I'm pretty sure I dumped a solid 50-plus hours into that game and could probably still do a whole lot more and not even do everything. 
and and, and that's that's the other problem with video game movies. It's you're you're condensing what what sometimes are eight, nine, ten plus hour long stories into a two hour time frame. That works with like Doom and they failed, but they're remaking it. That works with other things. But to condense a story like Metal Gear Solid into two hours is gonna be hard. And I, I think Voight Roberts has the best chance of doing it. At least because I like what he did with Kong Skull Island. But but again, um, I think it's Vote Roberts. It's gonna bug me forever now. But but no, it 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 you have to be able to adapt it and adapt it well and make it fit and work right. Otherwise, people are gonna be confused. They're gonna be lost. Um, he said he wants to make this for hardcore Metal Gear fans. So at the same time, is this gonna make money? And is the studio okay with that? Hey, if if he makes a killer genre movie just for the hardcore fans and um it turns out that it becomes like a cult film, that that's by all means I'm okay with that. Hell, look at that Steve Jobs movie that came out a couple years ago with Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs. That movie made the most money ever in a 2-week span in limited release for a movie. And then it got pulled from major release 2 weeks later cuz no one went to go see it. That movie was amazing, okay? And and Fastbender got nominated for awards, and like nobody saw that movie, okay? So we could have maybe if if Vote Roberts, Voight Roberts, whatever you want to call him, does justice to Metal Gear, maybe we'll have an amazing movie. And maybe even if he caters to the hardcore fans, maybe it will make a couple hundred million dollars and be a success, and get gl- glowing reviews and be a successful video game movie, and could lead the torch for the the future. And we're using that as as our transition from movies to video games. Microsoft, their new studio, The Initiative, which opened in Santa Monica, which they're calling their quadruple-A studio. Ho-ho, buzzwords, huh? Right, right. A lot of big news in in their big hires. Um, This was posted by their studio head on on LinkedIn before it was deleted. Um, Got a lot of big industry names here coming to the studio. The two biggest that stand out... Um, was God of War's lead producer, uh, the new God of War from Sony Santa Monica, and then Red Dead's, the original Red Dead Redemption, uh, their lead writer as a story consultant. Um, as most of you know, the initiative um, was created along with a lot of their other purchases um, this past year were to build up their first-party content um, as they've been kind of sorely lacking it, 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 and it, it, it does, doesn't go against the Xbox one at all because X, the Xbox one is still a great console. They still have good first parties. They just don't have as many as Sony, but not all of Sony's first parties are, are, um, don't get me wrong. A lot of them are amazing, but not all of them. And they don't come out all the time, but, uh, and some of them are quite divisive. I'm looking at you, Detroit become human. And I think that might even be second party. Um, but no, this, this is a good sign. Obviously this game isn't coming out for the Xbox one. It's going to come out for whatever's next, uh, project Scarlet. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. This is, this is a, a step in the right direction. They got some other people from, from other companies as well. Um, but I felt those two were the biggest standouts, um, at least in terms of, of getting them and leading a narrative. And hopefully this means a, a good, awesome single player game. As we've seen Sony succeed, you don't need to have a, a multiplayer component to have a, a top-selling, um, AAA-rated, 
tens across the board single player game okay and it will sell no matter what and uh speaking of kind of red dead new trailer last week oh my god this game is beautiful beautiful looks like as old looks like a perfect representation of the west i was gonna say spaghetti western but come on that wasn't even in america that was in italy that's why they're called spaghetti westerns fun fact for you that was a nice little mumble of 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 information for you have fun deciphering that on your preferred listening service. <laughs> Jerks. Whatever. I'm kidding. I love you guys. You're all my fans. Um, the, the, the world is alive. There's things always going on. Uh, you have to tame your horse and make your horse love you and pet it and things like this. It's a horse riding simulator, everyone. It's my Billy Eichner impression for you. Um, no, it, it's cool. And you, you got to keep up bonds with with your your gang members um things you do in the world will cause the npcs to interact with you in certain ways and and that's amazing it's amazing what ai has has come from in the last 10 years hey look at look at grand theft auto 4 came out what uh, 10 plus years ago look at the difference in that to now with red dead 2 coming out hell look at the difference between that and and grand theft auto 5 which was five years ago now it's amazing how much technology has advanced it's amazing what they can do. And granted, Rockstar has an unlimited budget because they're just printing money over there. Um, again, from Grand Theft Auto V. Um, but no, I'm very excited. And, and we're still, fuck, two months out from Grand Theft Auto, uh, from Red Dead Redemption 2. And I can't fucking wait. Yeah, folks, the, the fall gaming season starts very soon. And it's going to be drop after drop after drop. And everyone's wallets are not going to be looking good after that, right? Am I right? Um, we got a new video on uh, Doom Eternal, the sequel to 2016's Doom, which I thought was one of the best games of that year. Um, it was QuakeCon this weekend, so a lot of um, Bethesda news dropped out of there. Um, I felt the Doom Eternal video was, was the coolest. Um, and they're really expanding on what they did with 2016 Doom, 2016's Doom, which some people call Doom 4. That game was awesome, expanded on the lore a lot with the Doom Slayer or the, the Doom Marine, however you want to call him. And um, it ended great, had a great story. But this one, so you're going to Earth mostly, hell, little a literal hell on Earth. Uh, new, new enemies, new... Uh, old enemies kind of being redone for the new new engine things like that a lot of new features come to the game and the thing that that i liked is they're they're bringing back some of the old weapons with a new spin on them um i think i saw one with like a, a the shotgun um like the old style shotgun but with like a, a grappling hook attachment kind of thing where you could shoot it at an enemy it would latch on and pull you towards them, and then you could fucking blow their brains out with the shotgun, the, the the hell demons, and that's fucking cool. That opens up a whole level of verticality, verticality in map design and things like that, because that you, you can probably use that to, to, to traverse the map in different ways that the the other one didn't allow you to, because it was more, I was more flat, obviously, like the original Dooms, and it was a a more modern take on the old Dooms. I loved it. The music. The music in those games is perfect because it ramps up right when you know that shit's about to go down. Like, it, it, it's that crazy 
uh, speed industrial rock metal, and it's like no 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 like shit like that, and it's like oh fuck, there's some there's a demon around here. I need to keep my eyes fucking open, and the shit comes out from behind you and and eats you alive, and then you're like fuck, I gotta pay attention. Um, but no, unfortunately no, um, no release date on that yet, but. And surprisingly, there was no news on the new Wolfenstein game. Uh, I'm sure we'll get more at Gamescom next week, but both Red Dead and, and Doom have those trailers. Those are up online. So if, if you guys liked the other ones or are excited or want to know more, I definitely encourage you to go to YouTube. It's all it's all there. It's all on YouTube. Um, I think the Doom stuff is on IGN, though. I think they have an exclusive on it. But um, that's for you to find out because I'm just here talking about it. Uh but no, that that looks cool. Um, they said they want to make a Doom universe. It's not really a Doom two because there's already been a Doom two. But anyway, uh, no, that that's interesting. And I, I from what I saw in those those was like seven minutes, it was ten minutes. I don't know, it was short. Um, I'm really hyped. Okay, like I said, Doom 2016. Definitely go fucking play that game, please, please do that. You you'll be happier. I'll be happier. Just make sure there's no children around. That game's kind of um, pretty gory, pretty fucking gory, but that's Doom for you. Um, speaking of Wolfenstein earlier and, and Doom, they're all made by id, software, uh, machine gun games, and, and Beth- all subsidiaries of Bethesda, things like this. Um, if you are unaware, the country of Germany, um, is very tight and strict when it comes to censorship regarding the swastika. Um, for obvious reasons, um, you know, Hitler, World War II, things like that. If, if you don't know, then there's no hope in saving you. But anyway, um, uh, they, they have different rules regarding video games. Video games have always been a little more strict than film because the films can get away with it as long as it was uh, done in a historical and tasteful manner and not promoting Nazism or, or anything like that. But... They have introduced a regulatory change that will see its... This is a quote from IGN. Uh, Germany has introduced a regulatory change that will see its censorship laws on video games featuring Nazi symbols fall in line with other media. Um, Apparently, GamesIndustry.biz reports that the national authorities will defer to the entertainment software self-regulation body, allowing them to apply age ratings to titles that depict symbols of unconstitutional organizations. Obviously... Um, again, I'm, I'm quoting other people here, so I'm not plagiarizing, um, fuck that guy, by the way, who did all that, um, and, uh, they're going to be submitted for evaluation, uh, to see if they serve an artistic or scientific purpose or depict current or historical events. Granted, Wolfenstein 2 is a little different, um, I don't know if that would get uncensored in this new, in this new look. Um, again, from the same article, German law prohibits the depiction of Nazi-related symbols and content in video games, despite the laws surrounding other forms of media being less stringent. Uh, both Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein 2 were censored. Uh, all swastikas and Nazi imagery were removed. Um, I, I, uh, this is a good step forward, obviously. Um, but again, it, it, it's a sticky situation. Because you can't deny the past. Again, I'm speaking as a historian. But at the same time, you can't um, 
censor it because that just leaves the door open for someone to come in and, and repeat it. But I, I, I like this. I applaud this decision. Don't get me wrong. I, I, keep, I seem kind of melancholy and down on this. But again, this is a touchy subject. Obviously, this, this doesn't apply in America because of free speech and, and, and things like this. And um, we treat certain symbols a different way here. But, but the swastika carries a lot more weight and significance and, and a lot more baggage than any other thing in this, on this planet and especially in Germany. And that's why it's a tough thing. Um, I was not outraged at first. Uh, excuse me. I should say I, I had a little outrage when I first heard that, that Wolfenstein two would be banned, uh, or sans censored at least. Um, and then I was like, Oh wait, maybe, maybe that's a smart thing. Um, and, and again, I don't know if, if, even under this new scrutiny and new regulations, I don't know if it would still get, get by because it, it's depicting an alternative history and an alternative, alternative event, turn of events. So it would be seen if that would be considered art or things like that. Whereas a movie like uh, Valkyrie with Tom Cruise, amazing movie, probably didn't get censored at all because that's a telling a, a factual story. But we'll see. The, the future's bright. Gamescom is next week, and that's in Germany. Maybe we'll get new, more news there. Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. Stay tuned and listen. Maybe we'll talk about it if it happens. But hey, look, we actually talked about everything I wanted to talk about today, so you don't have to worry about next week because it's going to be all new shit, all new stuff in the pipeline. And with that comes the conclusion of our 15th episode. Look at that. 15 in the hole, man, in the bag. Knocked those out like it was nothing, huh? What are we coming up on? Three months almost? Four? I uh, know three, because uh, one a week, four weeks. Oh, no, that is four months. Because uh, next week's going to be four months, 16 episodes. Huh? Look at that, huh? I've been chugging along, just spewing words, word vomit, pure v word vomit. I don't know how I do it. You probably wonder the same damn thing. I don't know. It's just magic, I guess. I have the gift of gab. <laughs> That's a stupid saying. Um, as you all know, uh, or might not know, because it, it kind of happened after I recorded, I am now on Spotify. So I am now on three, count them, three major outlets for podcast listening. Okay? Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Google Play Music. So, Nick's Nerd News. You know where to find me. You Obviously, because you've been, you've been listening for this long. I mean, unless you're new. Hi, welcome. Uh, yeah, I, I do this at the end of the, of the episodes. I don't, I don't do this at the beginning. I go right into the show. You'll learn that quick if you didn't already. Um, so, yeah, next week is Gamescom. Um, I don't know how I'm going to approach that yet because it kind of starts uh, midweek, kind of. It, it, it happens post when I record. So, if anything, it's going to be two weeks before we talk about that stuff. But... It's 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 huge, but it's not E3 level. The 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 major players don't have big conferences like um like they do at at, at E3. So we'll figure it out. Uh, but still, there like la like this past week, there might not be any big news because um that's just how cycles work. You know, this past week, whole lot of shit, and then this week it's gonna be like nothing, and I'm gonna be stuck talking to you guys about whatever the hell I feel like it like every week. So hey. You keep coming back for more. You know you like it. But anyway, as always, 
you do you, huh? Fuck the haters. Catch you, uh, catch you on the flip side, homies. Bye now.